Welcome to the Gun Club. I am your gracious host, Bob76. Today we're going to be doing an overview, seeing as this is the first episode of the Gun Club, as I'd like to ensure we all start on the same page and do our best to be as transparent as possible. I am a former Marine and spent four years serving in the Marine Corps from 08 until 2012. And uh, it's there that my love for firearms came into being. And uh, I've since become heavily invested in raising awareness on the importance of our dear Second Amendment, something that I believe to be integral to our way of life. Now, regardless of your opinion on how the Second Amendment was meant to be translated by the citizens of this country, it's become a vital instrument in the face of tyranny. Tyranny being something that unceasingly threatens to take hold of our government, specifically. Additionally, and opinions on whether or not this is misrepresented are irrelevant, consider the quote from Japanese Admiral Isoroku Yamamoto, in which he says, You cannot invade mainland United States. There would be a rifle behind each blade of grass. And while it's been debated that this quote is nothing more than gun advocate fantasy, there's legitimacy in his words, and I think that would be hard to argue. We have the right to bear arms in the U.S. because our founding fathers were astute enough to take history into account when drafting the Constitution. History is something we've become somewhat unwilling to take into consideration when making decisions today, and it will most certainly be our downfall should we stray further away from the failures and successes of the men and women who came before us. I'm of the opinion that we in the Second Amendment advocacy community are missing out on something that's vitally important to our survival. And by survival, I don't just mean the Second Amendment community. I mean us as a country, us as a republic. I am of the opinion that we could be doing more in regards to being welcoming to new members of what we hope will become a community that includes the entire population of this country. Now, why do I say that? Well, let's, let's start with the obvious. It's obvious that we are up against an incredible mountain of adversity in this community, uh, which is frustrating because we know that what we're actually doing is defending every last person who lives in this country. 
But guns are scary. That's really what it comes down to. Now, an entirely different conversation in itself is the conversation in which we discuss the powers that be, the man behind the curtain that's pulling the strings when it comes to essentially terrifying the vast majority of the population regarding guns. But let's start with the people, because that's what we're in this for. People are scared of things that they, they know nothing about. I'm scared of things I know nothing about. I could rattle off examples for the next 15 minutes. I'm sure you could as well. Guns are scary to people who know nothing about them. And what is fear? Fear is essentially a product of the unknown. If you don't know what you're dealing with, the natural reaction to that is fear. And that, in my humble opinion, is the biggest issue we are currently facing. Because fear is so easily stoked, as in a fire, stoked like a fire. Fear is so easily stoked by people with nefarious intentions who want nothing more than to disarm the public of this country for their own personal benefit. What can we be doing as advocates for our dear Second Amendment that would enable more potential members to come forward and join us? Think about it like this. One of the most popular pastimes in the world over is video games. Everyone listening right now has either played the video game Call of Duty themselves, knows somebody who plays it currently, has known someone in the past who loved the game, or maybe they have kids that play it, maybe they know kids that play it. it the point being that we all know about the video game Call of Duty. <laughs> the, there, there's a, a completely separate argument that I could potentially make in regards to whether or not video games are something we should be doing, but I will leave that, uh, I will leave that for another time, and it, it may not even be my business. I do what I want to do, and uh, you do what you want to do, and that's totally fine. But I bring up Call of Duty because a lot of folks that play that particular video game have never themselves shot a gun, and yet they know everything there is to know about every gun that is in that video game. They know the nomenclature. They know the, the, the parts. They could point out an upper receiver, a lower receiver, a trigger housing group, 
the the different optics options, the the different firearms themselves. They could go into vast detail about what each firearm does, what kind of gun it is, how capable it is. And yet they themselves have maybe never even picked up a firearm, let alone shot one in real life. Think about that untapped market, if you will. Think about the, the, the number of folks that are, are obviously into this because they enjoy the video game and, and they, you know, they nerd out on the different aspects of it. And one of the reasons that I believe these folks are not actively involved in real-life shooting and real-life nerding out on guns like I like to do and, and like you like to do is because they are scared. They're not necessarily scared of the gun itself. What they're scared of is the community. We in the Second Amendment community are imposing. We are terrifying to that kid in the basement of his parents' house playing Call of Duty because we look intimidating to a certain extent. Not everyone, but, but a, a good number of us. You go into your local gun store and uh, you walk up to the counter and the guy behind the counter is generally nine times out of ten in my personal experience. Now, I could be wrong about this. I'm just basing this off of what I myself have dealt with. I walk up to the counter and I don't feel at home. And that's me, someone who is actively uh, involved in shooting. I go to the range on a regular basis. I'm a member of a range locally where I live. And I myself, someone who spends a significant amount of time and money on this on this hobby or on this uh this pastime i'm i'm still intimidated by that guy at the counter at my local gun store because he is not or she if it if it's a woman they are not the friendliest faces that i come across on a daily basis and we could be really, uh, we could be significantly improving our our interactions with people by putting a smile on and creating a hospitable environment for potential uh, or would be members of this great community. Uh, I want to caveat this by saying I, I have no ill will towards anyone currently involved in the firearms business. I love each and every one of you uh, very, very much. What I'm, what I'm saying is, is uh, as someone who considers themselves a leader in my own world, that's something that's important to people, feeling good about being where they are, feeling like they belong, feeling like it's not their first time at the gun store. It's their hundredth time, and they're 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 back where where they want to be more than anywhere else in that moment on that day at that exact time. And that, folks, 
is something we all need to work on. It's, it's very easy to be clicky, as a, especially as a community that feels persecuted, that feels like they have the world against them, the deck stacked against them. They're holding a hand that is immediately going to, the, to do them a disservice just by being involved in the community itself, and, and, and that's absolutely 100%, 100% legitimate. We have a target, no pun intended, on our back because of the just evil forces out there that would disarm this nation and throw us into eternal slavery, for lack of a better word, but more, uh, more uh, serfdom would be a better way to put it. And think about all those people out there that we could be welcoming into our, into our group with open arms, with a smile on our faces, inviting them in and letting them feel like we feel instantly. And it's not just the nerd in the basement playing Call of Duty. There's a whole lot of people out there who probably don't have an opinion one way or another and are going with the popular opinion because it's what they do in, in other situations. Their friends uh, influence them to, to feel a certain way, because it's a conversation piece that comes up over and over again. Uh, to give you an example, I know a, a, a wonderful person who I, I, I work very closely with, and we were going to lunch recently. Uh, it was uh, myself and, and three others, three others uh, that, that, that work for me directly, and I was taking them to lunch because it's something that I like to do because they deserve that and, and uh, millions more. But we got on the subject of shooting because I had a target in my back seat, a used target that I, I hadn't thrown away. And uh, she she is someone who is very, very liberal, definitely a Clinton voter, someone who will probably vote for Warren in this election, and someone who is an advocate for equality and essentially the, the epitome of uh, the liberal agenda, which is a whole other animal and story for another day, but... She was the last person on earth that I would have expected to have any interest in shooting whatsoever. And yet, she saw my target and asked where I'd been shooting. I told her, and she said, Oh, my husband and I went there the other day and had a great time. We had a blast. We were, uh, we were there for hours. And I was floored. And it got me thinking... I'm not a fool. I'm not naive. There are people out there who may fall into a category that part of their uh, agenda being uh, anti-gun rights in this country, and yet 
they are not specifically anti-gun people. They just fit a mold. And we could be tapping into that market as well. Think hipster gun store. Think a gun store or a, a gun range, a firing range that bases its values on the hospitality industry. Think your local coffee shop where you go to feel good in the morning before a long day that you know is going to end with being tired and worn out and you just need that kick in the morning to get you through that day. Think about how important it is for you to feel good about buying your cup of coffee in the morning. And if you don't feel that way, you should, because it's important. And think about your experience at your local shop and compare the two. And maybe get back to me on which one you enjoyed more from a, from a hospitality perspective. Nine times out of ten... It's that trip to the coffee shop that you felt warm and uh, invited when you walked through that door. It, it was not the the trip down to your local to your local shop to buy a case of ammo or to have your have your rifle worked on or to look at a new firearm that you've had your eye on. It, it, it most likely was not that experience that you felt uh, that sense of hospitality when you walked through the door. And we need to work on that, folks, because that's an important aspect of what we're doing. If we want to welcome a, a, a whole uh, percentage of the population that is currently considered anti-gun into the uh, ranks of, of this community, we have work to do in regards to hospitality. From your local shop to the range that you go to that has all the shiny new stuff, all the packages, the, the uh, bachelorette party package, the conference room upstairs for VIP members. All that stuff is awesome. Keep that up. We're doing great. Y'all are doing awesome. You're doing fantastic, and I'm so, so proud of everything that we're doing. But we need to work on hospitality. We need to work on presenting ourselves as stewards, as people that care about the folks that we are obviously advocating for when we stand up for our Second Amendment right. It's not just us and our families that are protected by the fact that we are, are uh, able to own firearms and keep them in our homes. It's not just us that we're protecting. We're protecting the entire population of the United States without a doubt. We are, we are, the, the, we are the protectorate. We are that militia that is there when they need us most. And folks, I'm telling you, the way that we are going, the, the agenda that is being pushed by the power elite in this country and elsewhere, they are an overwhelmingly powerful force. And we are, honestly, we are the last uh, line of defense. We truly are. 
go back to that quote by Admiral Yamamoto. You cannot invade mainland United States. There would be a rifle behind each blade of grass. Now that applies to foreign powers and, and, and it applies to the government in our own country that is obviously a behemoth and does not have our best interest in mind. We know that because we're smart because we are free-thinking individuals who have the power of thought, who know in our hearts that we are in a situation that is precarious for so many reasons. But everything happening out there in the world of politics, in the media, the anti-gun legislation being passed in Virginia— a stronghold, a potential, str- or a, a one-time stronghold of conservative values. That's not just uh, your local Democrats being Democrats. That's that's something bigger. More for a more for another time. A story for another day. But t- to get back to the purpose of this particular conversation, we need to put our smiles on, shake people's hands provide leadership to the people that need us most, and the people that need us most are almost certainly the people that are currently in their basements playing Call of Duty that, that, that have no idea what to do. They wouldn't walk into a gun store if their life depended on it because they don't want to be laughed at. They don't want to be bullied. Bullies exist in our society, unfortunately. And we cannot be part of that crowd. We don't want to be part of that crowd. Now, I really appreciate the time, folks. And and like I said, I love each and every one of you. And and, uh, I can't wait to get back to this. And uh, as soon as I can, I will be back with you. In the meantime, you are listening to The Gun Club. And we will have another episode out to you shortly. God bless you and all the best.